Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Minnesota United FC takes on Portland tonight at home, 7.30 start. And Andy Greeter joins us from the Pioneer Press, online at TwinCities.com, on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Andy, I hope you're doing well. Happy 4th. Yeah, happy 4th of July to you, too. Yeah, and it'll be a warm one at Allianz. Uh, you really experience all four seasons at Allianz Field, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sure do. Uh, and what has not been hot has been Minnesota United's form. You know, they had a, uh, had a two-goal lead uh, last Saturday, at Salt Lake and, and looked to be in the driving position to, to get all three points on the road and, and gave up two late goals and had to walk away from there with a draw, including a, a goal in the 98th minute and uh, eight minutes of stoppage time is a lot and, and the Loons couldn't hold on. And that's been an issue for this team this year. You know, they've, uh, they've dropped nine points from winning positions and, and those nine points are critical when you look at the West standings because you know, Minnesota's on the outside looking in and, and have not been able to, to close out games. And they've also really, really struggled at Allianz Field. You know, they've, they're usually used to, you know, getting three points or at least getting one, and, and that's been hard to come by at home. And they, they really need to, to win their home games, and they'll have a, a bunch of them here uh, to close out the year. Yeah, Andy, it, it seems as though this season has just been, in a way, off the rails. You, you, don't want to keep going back to the Emmanuel Reynolds whole story, but it seems as though the, the the season has been off kilter for this club from the beginning. Yeah, you know, Reynoso got his first start last week uh, at Salt Lake and had an assist on a goal and, and scored his first goal of the year. Uh, so they've had trouble scoring goals, and, and he uh, contributed to one and, and finished one himself. Uh, so that's that's an encouraging sign for this team that has struggled to to score goals and and you know that is being further addressed with the arrival of Timu Puki, uh, a Finnish uh, national team player, a, t- a player who has been playing uh, in the Premier League and in the Championship in England, uh, which is you know regarded as as one of the toughest leagues in the world, the Premier League, and one of the most comparable leagues to MLS in the Championship. And he's he scored double digit goals all five seasons there. Uh, you know he's kind of a proven goal scorer, a guy who knows how to create goals, knows how to be in the right spot, knows how to finish goals. And that's been the, the biggest problem with this team is they have not had finishers. They've, they've had guys that can create, they can get in some dangerous spots, but the final product isn't there. So they believe that Timo Puki will be able to provide that. And, and he's expected to, he's working on his visa right now in Finland and, and 
and should be here uh, pretty soon. You know, he might be able to debut a week from today against Austin, and it can't come soon enough for this team. Uh, the one concern with Timo Pukki is he's 33 years old. He's a little bit older, and his production has gone down in England. Uh, he's been in the championship, uh, which is the second division there, uh, for three years and scored in the 20s his first two years and only scored 10 here this last year. Now the team hasn't been as good. Uh, he's been playing uh, wide a little bit more, which is in his natural position. So I think the concern is how much does he have left? And, yeah. you know, Minnesota obviously is, is believing in him. They're signing him to a designated player contract. He's going to have a, a substantial wage once he comes in here, and they're expecting him to finish. So they're expecting that level of production uh, to stay at the same level because they've had a revolving door at that position, and they hope it stops with Timo Pukki. And by the way, Andy, you got a piece at TwinCities.com in the Pioneer Press uh, about that. And and the club is looking at other players as well, and you wrote about it in the paper. Yeah, so they're they're looking to uh, to, uh, to add uh, Ishmael Tagidi Shirati, uh, who's played for New York City, who's played for LAFC, and has had a couple of injuries that he's had to overcome. And they've they've had to shut down Robin Lud for the rest of the year. He tore, his, he tore his meniscus in May, and he's done for the year. So they need help out on the wing, and Tajuri Shirati uh, is going to be the guy that they're hoping to, to get over the line to bring in an experienced MLS player uh, who can provide some, some scoring punch on the outside, they hope. Um, and then they're also looking to bring in uh, Ethan uh, uh, Bristow, uh, a 21-year-old English player uh, who has a pretty good pedigree, is younger, uh, is coveted, uh, down in League Two, which is a few levels below Timu Puki, who's coming over from the championship. Uh, but he's got good size. He's got an ability to, to cross the ball. He's a good left-footed player, a young and promising player. You know, MLS has a roster mechanism called the Under-22 Initiative, which is an opportunity for MLS clubs to sign younger players to take risks on guys. And they're hoping to get Ethan Barstow uh, in here to Minnesota here this summer transfer window. They need help at, at fullback. You know, Kamar Lawrence uh, is away with the Jamaican national team. Uh, he appears to be on the outs with the club, and uh, this is the replacement that they're hoping to get over the line here in the summer transfer window. Yeah, and uh, I think supporters look at the standings and go, um, it, it's July 1, but uh, they're not in a good spot in the standings, and they, they need to start producing, and as you alluded to earlier, uh, it starts at home. It's so important in this league to, to get three points as much as possible uh, on your home field. Yeah, for sure, and they, they need to find a way to, to finish some goals. You know, I think what, one, another encouraging thing that they saw last weekend uh, was saying Ben Jong, who, uh, who, scored, who assisted on a goal to Reynoso against RSL and, and in their – midweek friendly against Kaiserslautern, a German team, uh, was able to score a goal, and it was his first goal uh, since early May. Um, so that's encouraging for them. Mender Garcia, uh, who's playing striker uh, while they wait for Timu Puki, he was able to score a goal. Uh, that was his first goal uh, since late March. So, you know, while it was a friendly and, you know, that kind of exhibition format doesn't count, you know, it's encouraging that, that guys were able to score goals in those games. It's, it's, it's enormous for their confidence. It's enormous for their chemistry with, with Reynoso, um, and it's going to be key here tonight. You know, uh, the Portland Timbers are going to be without a Vander, who is their uh, leader in, in goals scored and created, in goals created and chances. 
Uh, he was suspended for, for hitting a uh, New York City player in the face last weekend. So they're going to be without him, and they're also going to be without a few other key players, Darren Espria, uh, Yimmy Chara, um, Sebastian Blanco, some real kind of household names in MLS for those that really follow the league. So it's, it's going to be an opportunity against a, a shorthanded Portland team to, to get all three points and give the fans a wonder wall like they have so infrequently seen and, and been able to sing here this year. No, and Andy, beyond that, Portland is another club uh, b- below the line, if you will, in the standings. So th- this is important. And, and granted, it's only July 1, but there are only so many opportunities to make up ground. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think what, what's going to be key is, you know, Minnesota has, has relied on the same core group of players so much this year. And I, I don't anticipate a lot of changes uh, to that starting lineup. You know, they – they had their starters go about 45 minutes against Kaiser Slotten. I chatted with one after the game, and I just asked him, how's it going? And he said he was tired. Uh, so that's, that's the difficult thing with this team is, is they, they're, they're not super deep. They rely on the same amount of guys. So are those guys going to be able to, to put in the full 90? Or are they going to be able to make the, the smart changes at the end of the game? You know, last week at RSL, Adrian Heath brought on some defensive substitutions. Adrian doesn't make a lot of changes. He's usually the – the least uh, likely manager to, to make substitutions at the end of the game. And he made quite a few at the end of the RSL game and brought on a, a number of defenders and kind of, you know, if the will in soccer parlance parked the bus and tried to, you know, kind of stymie uh, RSL. And I asked him if that kind of invited pressure, which I think it, it did. And Adrian said, no, it, that wasn't the case. It was more about executing in those spots. And, you know, they had a, a back five and their middle center back, Brent Coleman, let Justin Glad in front of him, and, and he scored the, the equalizing goal. So it's really about execution. It's it's really about kind of making the smart tactical changes and, and also kind of, you know, making the opponent earn it, right? Not conceding possession in your own half and, and inviting pressure. And it'll be interesting to see how they, how they handle things here tonight, if they go to the same kind of tactic and strategy, or, or do they kind of be more on the front foot when they have the lead. And I, I'd imagine that they do just because they're home and that's usually how they approach things. So it's, it's going to be a key game and, and the tactics of how they do it will be uh, vital within it. All right, Andy, professional athletes train hard, goes without saying whatever the sport. And, and I would assume, you know, the training in week for a major league soccer club is grueling. The one thing I'm wondering, and I, I haven't seen a lot written about it, how do they deal with – the, the the terrible air quality we've been dealing with off and on all summer and how that impacts training. Because th- there's some days where it's like, I'm not sure I even want to go out and mow the lawn. The, <laughs> the air quality is so terrible. How do they get their training in and get their reps in when the air quality yeah. is so terrible? And, you know, cardio is a huge part of this game. Yeah, you know, for for their uh, Wednesday friendly against Kaiserslautern at, at Allianz Field, yeah. I was I was wondering if they were going to be able to to play that game given the air quality here earlier this week, and I had heard that they looked at at some of the air quality uh, that was going on in Chicago, uh, and the, I think the Cubs and the White Sox were playing during you know much higher air quality issues uh, earlier in the week. Obviously, a different a different sport, different demands on a, on a body. Yeah. Um, but they kind of looked at at that as as an example and. The air quality wasn't as bad here, and they were monitoring it, and felt like it 
reached a level and then kind of it fell below that. You know, they, they don't um, – midseason, it's not so much, you know, heavy, grueling reps, right? It's mostly about, about sharpness, uh, about, you know, form. It's not so much about, you know, grueling, you know, yeah. fitness days, especially when you have a, a condensed schedule like this. So it's a lot more maintenance at, at this type, time of year kind of worrying about the, the little minor knocks and injuries that they have as opposed to, you know, some real grueling, physically demanding sessions. Yeah, you still wonder, you know, about how it impacts, you know, the high-end athletes if, if they feel it. They, they must because it, it, it certainly has been miserable. Well, Andy, always good to visit with you and uh, look forward to your coverage of tonight's game against Portland in the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. Thanks, Steve. All right, there he is. Andy Greeter, good enough to join us. And, of course, covers Golden Goal for sports as well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.